what it do y'all back with another episode it's your girl tasia with the lovely mimi hello um make sure y'all go ahead and follow us on ig um we do have one up for the podcast it is no limits the podcast series underscore um no fancy wording or anything the traditional way go ahead and follow us um for now we will be going live um also while we're recording just to kind of give our viewers you know a sense of who we is and you know how we do this thing anything you need to say no we can get started Alrighty, today's topic is going to be mental health specifically in the black community um but mental health overall um i guess i didn't realize it was an issue you know growing up black <laughs> um it was just something we really didn't talk about mm-hmm. so i think now that i'm older i'm just like why wasn't we talking about this mm-hmm. something we should have been talking about even at school too you know i didn't really have like we had counselors but they wasn't the kind of counselors right. i thought you know they was They're like academic counselors. is you going to class is you and i'm just right. like is you gonna ask me why i don't want to go to right. class like oh okay y'all you care about is why i'm not there but right. um yeah, what are you, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about it so far? Um. <laughs> um, I think that it's a, obviously, I feel like that now it's more so talked about than what it was back then. Um, I think that, especially growing up in a religious household, it was, you don't need, you know, mm. you got Jesus, that's all you need, you know, right. you can't be depressed. Knowing Jesus or whatnot, and right. I think that um, that <laughs> that's funny you say that. That is so true. Yeah. So I think that. But I feel like Jesus struggled with. He had to have, you know, anxiety or something, dealing and healing all them people. Who was he talking to? Well, who is Jesus? Right. A man, a human man. Okay. Let's just put that out there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know neither suspect, <laughs> but but um, but I wanted to um, ask you what have what mental health issues, if you're comfortable, have you um, battled with? Um, battled and battling with uh, depression, um, anxiety. I it probably wasn't until like I never knew what it was because I never really talked to anybody about it so I just thought how I was feeling was normal um but when I had my first panic attack I was like what is scared the Mm -hmm. living Mm -hmm. shit out of me um and I was in public so I was trying my best to keep it together and really couldn't but I mean somehow I managed I just Mm -hmm. had to like like go hide somewhere for a minute but um yeah depression anxiety um i wouldn't say well it just led to other bad things um just so i could cope um like pain relievers those type of pills like i was very very dependent on them for a long time um Mm -hmm. 
Mm. It was just, man, it was crazy. Um, but it took a lot for me to like get out of it. Like some days are worse than others. I would say now I'm a little, a lot better than what I used to be. Um, now I know healthier ways to cope, you know, like writing. Um, I found meditation. Um, many bless my soul with the Calm app. And I was mad when they took that money out, but I needed it. Um, I love that app. Man, has changed my life. Um, but yeah, just getting it out. And even if you don't have somebody to talk to, like just writing, mm-hmm. that helped a lot. But um, yeah, those were some of the things I, I struggled with. What about you? Um, depression and panic attacks, anxiety. Um, definitely. I think I had my first panic attack when I was like 19. I know I didn't know what the right, hell. You don't know was. what the hell is going on. Um, I was back and forth to the emergency room. They were running all different types of tests. Every test they came back was it was normal, and I had all type of blood work done and chest X-rays and EKGs and. Um, I just, I, every time I had an attack, I remember even calling the ambulance once, like it was that bad. And, um, nevertheless, um, I, it's something that I've like, like I said, suffered and battled with over time. But I, as I've grown older, I realized that it's, it's more to it. Like once I went plant-based, I did start feeling a lot better. And I realized that, um, it was more so... Um, the things that I was consuming, like, that I would feel, even now, like, if I mess around and have a cookie one day, the sugar in it, I'll feel some type of way, mm-hmm. you know, from eating the sugar in it. But um, as far as, like, coping and things like that, um, <laughs> as far as coping, um, now what I do is, I'll get up and first, my first line of defense is I take me some holy basil and give me some chamomile lavender tea. Mm-hmm. And I make sure that like, I um, just try to breathe through it. Cause the more you feel it, the worse you're going to just get to the, you know, the worse you feel, but yeah. you know, to walk yourself through it, talk yourself to it, through it, meditating. Um, with me working and processing referrals, I honestly see just as many mental health cases as I see medical cases mm. and that's starting all the way from adolescence to behavioral like behavioral health issues so it is definitely a big deal it's a uh, a lot more out here than I I wouldn't even say than I thought like I knew once I got to a certain point I knew I wasn't the only one that was feeling like this oh I thought somebody said something um do you think like was it something you should bring him up. Um, go ahead. was there yeah. um I don't know what oh growing up like did you feel like it was something talked about or like nope it was never talked about <laughs> this is why I know what the hell it was As, I, did you ever have like an experience with family and like couldn't tell them what was going on or like did they tell you just pray about it or like what was some of your interactions I was already on my own but once I realized what it was um I actually discovered what it was by reading a Zoloft packet 
my doctor was like, I feel like you could be feeling anxious. And I had a really good doctor at that time, but she gave me like, she's like, I want you to just try to sample the Zoloft. Mm-hmm. And I don't like taking medicines. I don't know if it went out or what. I don't like taking medicines. <laughs> Why does it keep going out? It says pause with the poor connection. Oh. But I'm connected to Wi-Fi. Oh. <laughs> but I don't like taking medicines at all. At all, at all, at all. But when I got that packet and it was talking about the different symptoms of each thing, I was like, wow. Um, I was like, wow, this is really something that I'm dealing with. Like, uh-huh. this is is real. Like, but knowing what it was gave me peace, somewhat of peace. Because I was like, okay, it's not you know, I'm alive, you know, it's not a damn heart attack, it's not this, it's not that. Um, so knowing what it was definitely gave me some peace. Um, yeah, I think for me too, they were trying to give me all type of like drugs. Yeah, and I was just like, I... <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what happened. Hopefully it's not like this no more. Welcome all, welcome, welcome, welcome. The topic is mental health. Sorry, y'all just getting back in there. Um, but I definitely was not a fan of that. Because um, I don't really feel like doctors are doing the job that they're intended to do, which is to heal. And they just kind of give you shit to keep you coming you. back. Well, you don't heal, honey. They treat. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> But treat. ultimately... Oh. Y'all know everything, so why not use it for good, you know, mm-hmm. like, just all this extra shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I think when I was younger, like, I feel like maybe I wouldn't have such bad anxiety. I probably mm-hmm. probably still would have struggled mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it would, it would have been that bad if it was caught early on. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times, even when I was in, like, elementary school, I just knew something was off. Right. You know, I didn't feel right. And, right. um... My mom, my dad wasn't, but my mom was definitely one of those, uh, still is, love you mom, (laughs) (laughs) heavy in church, you know, all you need is Jesus, you know, ain't no, ain't nothing wrong with you, Mm -hmm. uh, so I just kind of, I think that kind of just, like, scared me, like, I didn't even want to say, like, yo, I'm feeling a certain type of way like you know mm-hmm. it was a white people thing you know only mm-hmm. white people struggle with depression only white people have mental mm-hmm. disorders only white people is crazy um and that ain't true Ooh, the crazy part oh. but I feel you though <laughs> look mm-hmm. to an extent but <laughs> that's not that's not true mm-hmm. um but uh I think my dad too um I think a lot of mental health issues are hereditary mm-hmm. um and passed down mm-hmm. Especially if, you know, your parents didn't get the same, you know, what, what they, how they did us, you know, all you need is Jesus, you know, if they grew up their whole life thinking that, you know, nobody ever really asked them, then it's going to trickle down to generations. Um, but I'm learning now that my dad struggles with something. I don't know what, well, I kind of know what. But he struggles with something, and um, he just doesn't talk. And I was kind of seeing, like, the same behaviors in myself, and I'm just like, hmm. Hmm. 
I don't want to be like this. You got to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of like what sparked me to want to get help. Mm-hmm. Like, really work on it. As far as, um, have you ever just really battled with depression? Yes. And how did you cope? Um, what were your symptoms? Let me ask that first. Man, um, moody, mean, for no reason, mm-hmm. um, isolation, mm-hmm. um, lashing out at people who didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think, man, bad bad headaches like migraines like crazy i don't know if that's if it's directly stemmed to depression but i i mean that my my mood was always affected therefore like i always would get like really bad headaches mm-hmm. um but i mean you feel unworthy you just feel <laughs> why am i here you know you start to question everything so um I, I think those thoughts alone started to scare me, like, just thinking things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And especially being in church, you know, having depression and being religious is, it's like, it don't go. It's contradicting. Um, but I, um, I'm like, how do I believe in God and go to church and I'm supposed to feel and live my life a certain way and I'm questioning it all? You Did know? you ever feel like God didn't save you or like he wasn't helping you through your issues or um, I know for me like dealing with um, anxiety and depression is kind of what gave me the push into spirituality more so Mm -hmm. and gave me got me away from religion yeah definitely I will have to agree I just didn't feel like religion was giving me the answers or the help that I needed you know what I mean People can throw scriptures at you all day, but it just wasn't resonating. It wasn't like a click. I think that after a while of hearing the same stuff and people throwing scriptures at you and it's not doing what, doing what it, yeah, what it gets to the to point do. where it's like, as soon as they throw them at you, you got an eye roll. Mm-hmm. You got an eye roll. Yep. Um, you know, like, ugh. I don't even want to hear that because it's, it's, you know, you become frustrated looking for something to work. Yes. And it's not working. Um, why do you think religion, I would say, trumps mental health with our community? Like, why are our ancestors and even our parents and stuff, like, why do you think they're so gung-ho on not talking about it? I think that that's just a common problem that the African-American community has, period. Because even if you think about it, like, this is a little off topic, but, like, child predators, in the, right in the family, you know, cousins, mm-hmm. or th- when things are done, it's swept under the rug, and it's not, and I, I think that in some way, I don't want to say it's like a coping mechanism, but it's like 
so much wrong and unfairness is, is done. And I think in, in we it's been embedded in us to be like, you know, so forgiven and so mm-hmm. you know, just accept it. I think that passive it's all right. It's all right. right. It's all right. And I think that these beliefs has been so embedded within them and you can only do what you know. And so mm-hmm. I feel like that's what's been embedded in them and so that's what they gave to us. Mm. So it's like that's what they're that's what has been embedded in everybody. Yeah. So that's what's been what taught to, to them. Yeah. So they're teaching it to you even if it hasn't necessarily worked for them. Mm. I was uh, talking to a friend at work and um, they were saying that, you know, it goes back to like slavery times. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of, you know, the trauma started Mm -hmm. and that was never healed. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, it's a lot of healing to be done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a lot of work that needs to be done. Um, But accepting that there is a problem is like the first step and that's probably the hardest thing to to one do and to get other people to see you know to to try to help them um I'm wondering like why is it that um you know because like you know like when things are going on and there's work that you have to do Mm -hmm. whatever to heal yourself I wonder why is it that we don't have the energy the time or the discipline to put in to get the work done that we need to get done as far as like even depression I know for a while I was saying like you know what I'm gonna do a complete fast Mm -hmm. from everything from Mm -hmm. social media from you know I'm gonna eat like this and I'm gonna meditate and I'm gonna do this and do this but getting started Mm. it's so hard you know what I mean mm-hmm. like we become so busy in our everyday lives with chaos that we don't have, so time, to... We don't have time to dedicate to our mental health that's a part of self care though it is um, and self love you know you have to make time for what's important you have to make yourself a priority mm-hmm. and that's a hard thing especially when you do suffer with stuff like depression it's hard yes. to make the time for, for yourself you. yeah. because you make it for everybody else yep. by the time you get, you get to yourself you don't have anything else left to give you're tired you're zapped so that just made me think um but yeah this it's uh it's I feel like that in itself is just a part of the you know healing process making making yourself a priority mm-hmm. um and honestly, I think for me when i when I first learned about you know self care self love because I don't think I know me and my mom were having this conversation. She was like, I don't really think I ever introduced you to that. And I'm like, no, because I've never really seen you do it. You know, we're, we're givers, mm-hmm. natural givers. So um, it was kind of hard at first for me to just, like, put time aside and be like, look, you have to do this. Like, this is important. If you don't want to feel like this or how you've been feeling and how you've been doing things, like, mm-hmm. it was um, a struggle. Mm-hmm. I would, like, start it and then stop or start and not feel like I was doing it right and you know mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. but um 
ultimately you just got to keep doing it until it does become you know your everyday thing where you can't see yourself not you know like I can't function without doing this type mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. that's what I had to tell myself like if I gotta get up early stay up late whatever we gonna get this done mm-hmm. um, um another thing I wanted to touch on like cause I didn't realize ADHD was well I mean I knew it was an issue but I guess I didn't realize it was like mental health like it more is. behavioral mm-hmm. you know um but being in school, I know, and even working in school, because um, I was a tutor for about two years um, at one of my schools back home for K through third grade, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of those kids had, I mean, I'm not a doctor, I can't diagnose, but I know that they struggle with some type of mental health or behavioral issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like their parents were in denial about it. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so when it came time for us to try to like, you know, help them or assist them with whatever, you know, we could do as much as we could do at school, because you know, at school, you can only do so much. Um, their parents was just like, no, my baby don't need to be in no program. And he fine. He just bad as hell. And da, 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 da. Or he just needed to ask whooped. And I'm just like, Ooh, like, I think at that moment Mm -hmm. I decided like, if I did have kids, I'm not whooping my kids. Not just because of that, but like that's just going to make things worse um, because you're not letting that child express themselves. You're not getting to the root issue. You're just like masking it. Like, are oh, you acting out or, you know, you can't focus in class. I'm going to whoop your ass. Like that's black people's answer to everything. everything. Mm-hmm. Even when they grow up, you know what I'm saying? If somebody tell you about yourself and you don't want to hear it, oh, I'm going to whoop their ass. I'm like what? That's true. You know what I mean? So it's just like, we going to keep continuing this. This yeah. is why the white folks don't want to work with us and you know do shit and they looking at us all scary and amongst mm-hmm. other things but that's just one of them um, I see that to be very true um, I have like family members who have kids that have challenges and they don't want to take their child or go get them any help um, I think that that is extremely sad um, but and I and it, it's hard to me because I feel like I see kind of both sides of it mm-hmm. um, as far as yes getting them the help and the services that they need however not allowing the system to grab them and put their hands on them and label right. them and you know change um, because if you let them they'll literally just take your kids and just mm-hmm. you know you have to I, I, like I don't know like having a an aware mind because even thinking of you know I even feel like I just want to homeschool my kids, period. Because I just feel like what's been embedded in them is not something that I want for them. Mm-hmm. I would rather teach them. Mm-hmm. Because that's a whole other topic yeah. for you. I feel you, I feel you. But I say all that to say with things like ADHD and things like that, I feel like they're so quick to medicate a child versus to look at what the root cause is. Mm. Like there's things that can be done Like for people with ADHD Like they have energy that they have to get out right? So like Even just like leg tapping Like tapping their foot or whatever while they're doing work That would give them some release right? Mm-hmm. There's other ways that You can go about it Without pushing these medications Because a lot of these medications They have side effects um, And like I was saying Even when I started having anxiety I didn't even want to take the damn Zoloft that they gave me 
you know, but I was in such a need at that time. I was 19 years old, but at that time I was like, I got to figure out something, you know. Um, I took the sample packet and was done with that shit because I just, the side effects that I had on it, and speaking of mental health, I have a really good friend of mine who, um, she had her fifth child, and while she was having a child, um, she had placenta accreta, which her placenta had grew into her uterine wall. Mm -hmm. Make a long story short, um, she she almost lost her life. Um, she kind of recuperated. She had uh, PTSD really bad. Mm -hmm. Forgot to put the nurse PTSD. Mm -hmm. um, and she was going in. She was calling the suicidal hotlines and all that. They had put her on this medication. To make a long story short, she ended up killing herself. Shot her own self in the head and. Um, the medication that she was on caused suicidal thoughts. Wow. Right. So I feel like it's it's a very fine line. Yes, mm -hmm. get the help. You know, counselors look into natural things, look into eating better. Mm -hmm. um, because our happy hormone... It comes from the gut. It comes from the gut. 90% yeah. of it is produced in the gut. The gut. I didn't know that. And only 10% of that is produced in the brain. Mm -hmm. So if your gut isn't happy you, ain't happy, you ain't happy. But I just think that there's a happy median to do things to where you can get the help without having to be medicated mm -hmm. and allowing these people. Because once these people get their hands on, on your kids in their systems, it never ends good. It's a whole new story. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's why um, I kind of want to, like, <laughs> you got to start with one black person at a time. That's how I think about it. Because, I mean, it's hard to get y'all in a group and ask questions. But, like, <laughs> um, I really want, in the future, I feel like Dr. King. <laughs> I have a dream. But, no, like, I really want us to be able to form safe spaces in our homes at yes. our schools for mm -hmm. our black children to talk and you know release um this whole virus thing has had me like has i don't know kids just been real heavy on me and usually i'm not i am now but like a long time ago i could never see myself working with no kids okay they got on my nerves i ain't cared nothing really yes that's surprising man and kids are so drawn to me like everywhere i go they just oh my god i'm just like Ugh, what the heck um mm -hmm. But they've been really heavy on me because I know for a lot of kids, and sometimes schools aren't even always the best, but, like, school is their only place of peace, mm -hmm. um, their only place of structure. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not saying that kids don't need to be disciplined. They definitely need to learn that, I feel like, early on in order to balance in life. Because, I mean, you can't get everything you want. But there's a way to do it. Um, and I just feel like you don't know what these kids is going through at home, you know. Um, That's true very yeah true. it's just it's a lot but um what do you think as a parent what do you what are things that you do with your kids to or do you do things like that with your kids you know to make sure that their mind are right do you guys practice any type of well they meditate too that's yeah. good i definitely but... wasn't meditating when i was younger i needed that <laughs> well one thing is i give my kids a safe space so where they can come to me and talk to me and tell me anything. I don't care how crazy they think it is. There's no discipline for it. There's no you're in trouble if you're mm -hmm. truthful with me. It's just a safe space. You come and talk to me and tell me 
whatever it is that you want to tell me. But um, meditation and I, you know, with that little library in there, I keep them like reading and um, talking to them now, like about even if there's something like that they're fearful of now. Like I work with them through that so mm-hmm. that they don't allow fear to come and cripple them. And take over, yes. That yeah, because when you fear something, oh shit. <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> but when you when you fear something, you become a slave to that. Man. And I think that um, I don't ever want to see them be a slave to anything. I want them to be able to live their lives to the fullest. So, Kamaya journals. She has a journal. Alana journals. The girls are more so journalers. Mm-hmm. The boys, they go play their basketball. They, like, they, like I said, they all meditate. Um, and we all talk about... And they know my struggles. I don't hide those things from them. I tell them, you know... That's important, too. Mm-hmm. They know. And I so. honestly feel like... Um, good job on all that. I <laughs> commend you, because I know it's not easy. Um... But I honestly feel like that helps both the parent and the kid, you know, when you can talk about it. Honestly, I know my mom withheld a lot of things from me, you know, because we was young. We didn't know what was going Mm -hmm. on. She didn't think we would understand. But honestly, I feel like, you know, um, if I had known and maybe I was able to tell her, we was probably going through the same thing, you know, living in the same house. And she just in her room, you know, isolated, bottled up. I'm in my room, isolated, bottled up. And now it makes sense why we was always, like, butting heads all the time. You know what I mean? Um, So I think that having that safe space and being open to talk to your kids about even what you're going through is not... I don't feel like it's going to hurt them. Right. um, Or harm them, even in the future. You know what I mean? Um, That's an opportunity for you and your child to bond, to grow. You know, Mm -hmm. you human, too. Mm -hmm. Adults or not, you need to talk and, you know, you need to get things off your chest. And, of course, that's going to help them and shape them. You know, when they get older, they're not going to be oblivious to Mm -hmm. certain situations. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that helps because not knowing instills fear, too. You know what I mean? Because you don't know what's going to happen. And I I feel like I kind of got a little bit of that. And that's where some of my anxiety came from, just not knowing um, what to expect. Yeah, uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Um, so that is definitely something I, to think about. I think as a mom, though, like, for me, I talk to my kids because I try to build that relationship. But I can also, too, understand how your mom may have been protecting you because mm-hmm. she didn't want to feel like, you know, she's laying anything on you mm-hmm. or, you know. But again, it goes back to the other podcast we were talking about having the ability to be vulnerable. vulnerable. Because we have to be so strong all the time. And it's like any sign of weakness. Like I could never talk. My mom to this day still doesn't know like what I've truly battled or gone through. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't understand it. Like she's never dealt with, um, you know, anxiety or anything like that. Like so she's like, you know, hop up and do whatever she want to do whatever she want to do it. But... She don't know. I tried to talk to her about something one time. And after that, I was like, oh, I see this is not for me. Right. I'm never doing that shit again. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I just think that, for me, even having that safe space, my mom never just showed no mercy. She still mm-hmm. don't show no mercy. She still just, like, whatever. 
I think we all got our parent like that. Um, are you for sure that she wasn't like struggling with anything, or she oh, just I'm never sure. talked to you? I've seen her be sad at times or go through things, but as far as like battling like anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but she's. I don't know. She's one of those, like, she can be emotional when she needs to be, but, like, can't nobody else be. Right. Like, <laughs> you better get your shit together. She's a cancer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about her. Nobody I'm sorry. Else. Hey, some of y'all know how I feel about Gemini's and cancers. I'm like, what? What? No. Y'all are all beautiful people. God loves you. Yeah. Um... <laughs> is it Jaleel? He said, "What to do, baby?" I'm weak. <laughs> but um, what else was I gonna say? He was telling you he forty two last week. Oh, for Mister Forty Two, Mister Forty Two. What's up, Mister Forty Two? <laughs> How you doing today? <laughs> I'm weak. Um, there was something else I was gonna ask. Um, so when we were, does anybody want to come live? Sure. And who brave enough? Come show y'all experience. Oh Lord. <laughs> Swipe up. No, I'm just kidding. But I think that is how you do it though. It should have an option to send a request. Y'all scared. They probably is. <laughs> Don't be scared. I don't know what Brie was trying to say. Girl, what you was trying to say? Oh, we're doing pretty good. <laughs> Any of y'all want to go? What y'all talking about? The topic is mental health in the black community. So you can share your own experiences if you're brave enough. Share, you know, maybe some resolutions you have or solutions for the people to get through. Um, You know, this is our viewer interaction. Our uh, offering to... It's like, hey, boo. Thank you, girl. We appreciate you. And you, yes, you was a hardworking woman. Okay, friend? You was going to be blessed. And your time... It's coming, girl. It's coming. I know it is. Always working. That's a hard-working sister right there, y'all. Okay? I did a whole episode on that. Did you? Well, you got all the experience, doctor. Come on in. Uh, you trying to go live or what? We ain't finna be like a little boozy now, okay? That man is off the chain. We ain't doing none of that. We are here to help, you know, with our clothes on. Praise God. And, um, you know, help the people out. Oh, Lord. He's thinking. Who thinking? <laughs> Jaleel. Jaleel, bring, bring yourself, Mr. 42. <laughs> she said, bring yourself, Mr. 42. Wait, do we request him? No, they can request to be in the yeah, live. Yeah, they can request. Come on, 42. Where you at, though? Where you at, though? Where you at, though? Where you at, though? 
Yeah, honey, I got to. Thank you. You is most welcome, girl. We mm. is sending you light and love. You got to. What did she say? I'll, he said, I'll come on. Okay. Oh, my friend Bree says she's listening to us and she's still at work. Oh. But she's listening to us Aww. and she's taking calls. It's like, yes, girl. But I love this topic. Definitely something that needs to be talked about more. Man, for real. Because I just see so many um, young mothers and, man, seeing so much stuff at the store. And, like, just hearing the way that they talk to their kids is just, like, hard, disheartening. It is because it's, like, I don't think. I know my child might get on my nerves, but I ain't finna mm. never be. Not in public. I'm gonna beat your mother. Like, ooh, I'll be like, Dude, that's for the house. You know, my mama. I don't think she caught she did us like that in public, but she would definitely give us that look like you These know. These parents just don't care no more. Yeah, and you can tell, you know, and you can tell that the parent is suffering themselves. So it's just like, you know, we need more programs out here for you know single mothers or young mothers and fathers, like you know young families that are battling with certain situations, just so we have some insight, you know, because. You got like that Netflix series that's on right now, that documentary about that little boy that, you know, I don't know what the hell was going on in his family. Okay. Rest in peace to that baby. Um, but that's ultimately, there's so many cases like that. I mean, they're not all televised and documented, but there really is a lot of cases like that. Um, and it all stems from, you know, mental health or their parent not being able to get the right treatment you know or whatever it is they need it so and some of these parents is just trifling i just have okay, to call period. it for what it is yeah some of them have stuff but there's just some is just trifling we was at the hair shop i seen this lady this is right when they had canceled school her kids weren't even in there but she was just like i don't want to be sitting into the house looking at these little ugly kids all day and da, da, da. it is like and I hear them come in the store in the the store all the time just like trifling. that. Yeah, just trifling. And there is no telling how they're making them kids feel. Like I'm right. sorry, but like some of these parents are the cause of their kids' goddamn depression Period. and anxiety and exactly. everything else. And that's just a fact. Yep. And and it's sad because you know that's how they grew up. Movies like Precious. You know how oh, she talked shit. to her. That yeah. you know she didn't know no better. That's how her mama that's talked one to movie her. I ain't never even sat down to watch. I Girl, I can't. I can't. I, I, me and my mom went to go see, and I think I left her in there. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna be outside. <laughs> I'm so sorry to waste your money, but I, I can't take it like that." I think, especially if you have, um, I don't know if that's a, a empath thing, but even stuff that I see, I can just like I yeah. empathize with it right then. Like I just felt like her. I was like, "Oh my god!" I felt mm-hmm. like she was cussing me out. I had to get the hell up out of that theater real quick. I'm like, oh no. No. Thank God, you know. It was some stuff I wish, you know, had it went different, but I'm still, I'm, God, I'm grateful for my parents because right. it could have been so much worse. Right. You know what I'm saying? You never know Definitely. what people are going through. Man, that's facts and heartbreaking. No, for real. Like, I can't even watch that documentary. I ain't watching it. Um, I just I read. I'd rather read. Because yeah. reading, I can stop me. It's sentences to put the down if it ain't what yeah. I want to read. Um, Jaleel, we waiting. You going to come on? What you got to do? You trying to get all spiffy. I cannot. Got to break these generational curses. There's things I do that my mom did that I hated. Sometimes I don't realize it till after the fact. I think that's all of us, friend. You know, um, 
I catch myself doing shit too. You know, we just grew up watching, watching them. Um, he said he in the bathroom. He said, okay. you pooping. Okay. <laughs> you pooping. You pooping. I'm so done. But no, I catch myself doing stuff too. Or just things that, you know, my dad does that I ooh, can't stand. I'm trying not to say the H word. Um, <laughs> when he do stuff or like if I see myself acting like one of them, I'll be like, just stop it. Stop. Stop doing that. Don't do that. Don't say that. Um, but definitely... And I'm also learning that um, the first step, and I know we, we talked about this already with, uh, um, we talked about forgiveness, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, as a culture. And I'm not saying that, that I don't think forgiveness is a weakness. Um, I think it's quite the opposite. It's, yeah. It's, it's powerful because it's necessary to be, able, to be able to just forgive is a lot. Yeah. I, I think that that's the first step in with any any issue, not necessarily mental health, but like um, we have to forgive our parents and those that came before us because they did the best and the most that they could with what they had. You yeah. know what I mean? Our parents give us everything that they have to give. We can't be upset if they didn't have the same resources as somebody else's mom and daddy that, did, you know, got them such and such. So... Um, being grateful, being humble, and forgiving is definitely the first step to all of this. Because even in my, um, when I was depressed um, or feeling anxious, I still, I would get mad mm-hmm. um, at my mom <laughs> or just parents, you know, like, dang, like it was their fault, you know, like they did it to me. And I had to realize for one that no, that is, that's not true. And I had to forgive them for, you know, what she didn't do uh, because she didn't know how. I can't be mad. Mm. Um, but that takes a lot of growth, too. It took a lot. Uh, go live with Jaleel. Okay. You can go to, to mine. Hello, Tasia just went to the bathroom. How are you, Mr. 42? What's good, man? What's up? <laughs> you still single? I am not single. No. I got a whole boo. Uh, no disrespect to him now. <laughs> God, I got a man-man now. You said you got a man-man? Yeah, I got a man-man. Uh, I'm, still look- I'm still looking for a woman-woman. No. Well... I'm sure in due time you will come across her at the right time. So, what are your thoughts on tonight's episode? Uh, mental health. So, is it just about parenting and mental health, or just all across the board? All across the board. So, your own personal battles with mental health. Like, have you had any? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, I'm gonna just do a slight plug. Okay. Uh, my own podcast, The Wave File. I had an episode on uh, black mental mental health. Uh-huh. I had a therapist on, and uh, you know, he, we had a really good conversation about a lot of that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I had my own problems pretty much since probably middle school, really? early high school. What's good? What? Asian? 
How you been? Uh, just trying to just uh, you know, figure life out. And we all, and we all. So, what was your battle? Uh, I have a uh, Crohn's disease, mm-hmm. and uh, I found out. Well, I, I probably had it for like maybe a few years before like eighth grade that's when I started feeling like stomach pains but I didn't go to the doctor about it until like the summer before my junior year of high school mm. and that was that took a huge toll on me mm. wow. so yeah I dealt with go ahead uh, no I was just about to say I dealt with depression and had suicidal thoughts and all of that oh. stuff not wanting to be here so uh, how did you um overcome that yeah like what what things did you do to kind of help you get past it especially being so young uh, uh, man i don't like you just learn to just deal with it that's pretty much what i did i just learned to deal with it i'm not completely over it but i don't get those type of thoughts no more I think with depression, you don't ever really get over depression. You just learn how to handle it better mm-hmm. and just cope with it better. Mm, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Well, sending you positive light in that and uh, overcoming it, I feel like you're capable. I think we're all capable. It just takes, like you say, it takes time. Right. Um, yeah. Definitely find someone to feel your passion and, you know, kind of keep your mind off of it. That definitely helps. You know, looking at things in a positive light and not necessarily, you know, like suppressing it. I have a question for you, too. What do you do as a male for self-care? Honestly, nothing really. You don't just, like, take time out for you and just do stuff that you like or even something you don't want to do, you just don't do nothing? Like, is that... I mean, I, no, I mean, I always do stuff. Like, I'm a, I'm a loner. Like, I, I've learned to just, like, get up and just go do stuff regardless. Like, I, uh, just last year, I went to go see Meek Mill's Future by myself. Like, I'll go to by myself. Like, I, I don't have no issue with just going up and getting to do stuff. Uh, I need to get on your Like, you said what? I said, I need to get on your level. I'll be scared. I'll be like, dang, ain't nobody going? I want to come on that. <laughs> I mean, it took me a while, though. Like, it took me a while to get to that point. That's it was good. easier, like, I started off with the movies, because when you go to the movie, you're going to watch the movie. I don't need nobody to go see a movie with, you know? True. Get my little popcorn and drink or sneak something in <laughs> when it's wintertime, you know? <laughs> and cool out. So. Look, and you think you don't need nobody to go to the movies with until you walk in that thing by yourself, and you like... Yeah, I, I need, I need, I need me a boo with somebody. somebody. No, I could probably do it. That's what you do. You go in the morning. You go in the morning. It's like five dollars. <laughs> Winter time. You Save get you a get you a big coat. I got a, a North Face, so I put the snacks inside the jacket because they got the inside pockets. True. Okay. And then, like I say, you go in the, uh, the morning. They still they make you pick seats out here now. I don't know if they do that in Arizona. Yeah, they do. Really? They do. They do. At the Harkins yeah. over here, they make you pick a seat. But back at home, they never did. I don't remember that. No, it just started like last year. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So they make you pick seats, and I always get the little two seater so I can duck off. You know what I'm saying? Right. By myself. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you know, go ahead and eat. 
<laughs> you was funny. I cannot. <laughs> I think the most I do for like self care is maybe go to the gym and work out. Well, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, too. that's definitely a form of self care. And music, okay. like I love music. Well, that's good. Yeah, I feel like self care is you know doing anything that you know you truly love or you're passionate about that kind of gets your mind off of. I say when I did my podcast, that was probably one time where I was just like just doing it consistently. I was like doing it like I was recording three, four episodes a week and just dropping stuff or whatever. And I was just keeping myself busy because even even though I wasn't really happy at that time, mm-hmm. I was just fucking doing it just to you know keep myself busy. I feel you. I feel you. Like Man, well, I thank you for you know sharing some of your struggles with us, and you know even going through what you're going through. Um, I'm trying to think. It was something else I was gonna ask you. I thought she wrote it in. Um, are you still doing the podcast? Slow down. Man, do you think it. it's gonna ever slow down? It better, cause nigga, I'm shook. Look, I'm scared. Scared of what the virus? Yeah, I don't know if I got it. Any little little itch, my finger hurt. I'm like, oh, I got the corona. I'm scared. So I cannot. Y'all been on lockdown for how long now? Like a week. So for us, like. I don't know. Some stores, of course, my job ain't closing. Um, but um, I don't know. They talked about it, and then they was like, "Oh, it's no threat. It's one of the weakest viruses." And I've been doing my own research and stuff on it, which it is a weak virus. But it's just the fact that so many people got it so fucking fast. Like, what the fuck? Um, and if it's so weak, like it's it's taking out. Um, you know, people, of course, with, like, underlying issues, but still, like, I don't know. I It's pros and cons to how I feel about it. Sometimes I'm scared. Sometimes I'm like, man, eh, fuck that shit. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, but, of course, I mean, if you ain't used to washing your hands and sanitizing and making sure shit clean, then you should be scared. You know what I'm saying? That type of thing. But <laughs> That's the thing, though. It's so funny because I'm like, I was already washing my hands a lot as it is mm-hmm. so now it's just like 10 it's times ten, right. now i keep put lotion on my hands before i wouldn't put lotion on my hands but now i put lotion on them yeah mm-hmm. it's too much it's too much yeah. About this yeah, working for the news station they don't like they give you a whole paper i got a press bag and everything so they shut the whole country down i'm doing that little bit oh wow that's crazy that's the okay yeah I think it's, well, I think it's, I don't know, like, I feel the same way you feel. Yeah. It's like one minute you tell yourself, I, I noticed for me, I just had to stay off social media. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. keep on there, but 
Because I feel mm-hmm. like the news is going to instill fear regardless of yeah. whatever. What it is. And, you know, I just have to, like, in order to keep my sanity, i.e. talking about all this stuff, anxiety, mm-hmm. panic attack, you know. True. You can't overly indulge in that type of stuff. Yes. It's too much. Like, you have to watch. People think of health as just what you eat, but it's what you eat, what you hear, what you see, what you indulge in. You know, it's, yeah. it's a, you got to look at it from a holistic standpoint. And so I just cannot consume no more of that shit no more. Like, I just, I can't. Like, I I don't even, I'm, yeah. news articles, like, none of that. Social media definitely has a big influence on, you know, your mental health and your mood. Yeah. Um, Cause it's just pulling <laughs> so many people in so many different ways. You know, all these celebrities doing whatever and whatever the new challenge is or whatever Kim Kardashian done done to her damn face this week. Um, Bro, y'all see Kardashian? They got into a fight. Yeah, barely. That wasn't even no fight. She barely got slapped a couple times. That shit was funny though. You say barely? Gonna, they were going baby, at it. I'm gonna slap you. I was like, they need to put that. Th- did they not see Bad Girls Club? Like, <laughs> girls do not fight like that. What is that? No, low key though. I've never watched the episode of the Kim Kardashian or Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Me but that either. made me want to watch. That made me want to watch. I'm so weak. No, I'm not gonna lie. That made me want to watch. Kim didn't even do nothing. She like barely slapped her. Shit, I don't want to get slapped by nobody. I don't care if it's a barely slap. <laughs> <laughs> I feel something. But yeah, um, definitely yeah. stay out here in these social media streets. <laughs> no, like, you know what's so crazy, though? You know, we got that, the NBA, that's what scared me. Yeah, but that's. Like, I think I that's what got a lot of uh, us. Yeah, because <laughs> black people yeah. was not scared. We was like, it's the flu, whatever. You know, we were still going about our day. They said uh, LeBron and the main plant. What? No, I was. I was scared. <laughs> no, like I was scared. Don't get me wrong, but like when that happened, I said, "Oh, this shit serious." Yeah. Like, but like I remember I was watching ESPN and I'm laying in the bed. And I get my throat start itching. Right. Look, I was just talking to my mom about that shit the other day. You can't have a headache. You can't have nothing going on. You like, wait a minute. What's going on? And the funny thing was... Like, I turned, I turned it off right. I said, all right, let me watch Hulu or something. Let me, I can't yeah, do this. Yeah, man. And then you I really have good. to, like, take your mind. You can't feel nothing not feeling right at this point. Yeah. You know, so I think that my head was hurt earlier. I was like, "Shit, that ain't even one of the symptoms." I, I know, but still, know. like, no, just, I don't know. and then I had to stop even paying attention to the symptoms. Shit, I have such a like suggestive personality yeah. that I'm like, "Oh shit, throat doesn't even hurting." But you know, you feel like something you know, coming on, yeah, just yeah, like you can't. <laughs> so I just, I feel like there's a happy medium between freaking out and being overly calm. Take your precautions. Do what you have to do. Take your herbs, clean your nose, you know, like, yeah. wash your hands, don't go out, you know, right now, and just, but don't panic. And that's yeah. what I have to tell myself, like, yeah. don't panic. Because mm-hmm. panic can do nothing but mess up your immune system. system, yep. And that's what they want well, to do. But I'm the person that would get on, like you said, Google the symptoms. I'm that person. Yeah, like, do it. Like, and then, and then, and then next, you the next thing you know, you think you got the symptoms. You over there checking. Oh, Listen, shit. I know. Call I know. my lips. I got the wrong. I know. Literally twice in my life where I Googled, well, more than twice, but just the two times I can remember. One time in high school, I Googled something, and I thought I had HIV. 
<laughs> other time I Google something, Thought I thought I had cancer. cancer. Yep, right. So, and the time I thought I had HIV, I wasn't even having sex. So I don't know how I thought I <laughs> So I just Google stuff and it's just like, oh, I got it. So that's, that's why, why I, I can't. Google. That was me though. That was definitely me. Like, every time I, they, I've been seeing them post them little things like, oh, here's my story with the, I'm not reading that shit. Yeah, no. Really I just think it's a it's all, of course ulterior motives. I don't trust shit the government doing, but it's just like how is it one of the weakest viruses yet it got so widespread so fucking fast? Like what is it really that y'all? What is it? It's something else. It's something else. You gonna take that Trump check though, ain't you? You said what? Say so you gonna take that uh, Trump check, ain't you? Man, I feel like that's a whole scam too. Trump ain't sending us no damn money. No, they said uh they say it happened. They said Bush sent out a couple of checks. Doing his presence. He uh, did. He did. It was only so, nine hundred though. Bush sent out. Bush sent out nine hundred per person, even mm. children. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I know that. Uh, if I'm not I'll mistaken, uh, I'm ready for my check. Yeah, yeah if he's sending that motherfucker. Uh, you want that address? You what you want? Cash at what it is? <laughs> I'm a Corona. I'm a Corona walk all the way down to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cash it. He said Corona walk. I'm done. So, I cannot. I'm ready. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Where we at? Let's see. Okay. What, to do this again? No, but when I told y'all, say, oh, y'all need to uh, be in a, uh, do the Instagram live together, and then y'all can bring somebody on. Oh, okay. So originally, this is how we have been doing it, but because of you know the virus and stuff, we um I was just at home last week and we just went live like that, just to I guess try it out because I ain't never went live before this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. All right, y'all. Well, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode. Thank you for still being with us. This is what episode seven. seven? See at that. Hey. Um, thank you. We appreciate y'all. Like I said, um, at the beginning of this episode, if you're not following us on IG, go ahead and follow us at No Limits the Podcast Series underscore. Go ahead and follow Mimi at Naturally Mimi eighty four. Um, I'm getting better and better. And go ahead and follow me at Yo De La Ghetto Y O underscore D E L A underscore Ghetto underscore. And go ahead and follow our guest Jaleel. At, what is it? Jaleel Wavy. Y'all heard him. Y'all heard him. Go ahead and follow your man. He also has a podcast up and coming. So uh, be looking for that. We ain't going gonna to hold him to it. He coming back to the mic. But y'all have a good one. And we'll catch you next Friday. Be safe out here. Peace. Thanks for bringing me.